the next couple Sundays are you don't want to miss child dedication is one of the greatest things we do at a church because we are dedicating that child to the Lord amen and then we're having our Christmas service on December 26, which I'm so excited about that. Emmanuel, you don't want to miss that. And then, of course, our New Year's Eve service. God is going to move. I love ending the year right. Come on, you can start good, but can you finish good? A lot of people start good, but they don't finish good. Come on, somebody. But how I many know we want to finish strong in the Lord? Come on. All right, give Jesus a shout of praise because he's worthy. All right, you can be seated. Give our worship team a big hand. I, we have like the best worship team ever, don't we? Man, Jen, when she sang that one song, man, I felt the anointing of the Holy Spirit all over that. We just have an amazing worship team. Come on, let's give them one more hand clap. Aren't they awesome? Now, I, I'm so excited. This message has been brewing on my heart for a while, stirring in my spirit for a minute. And so I, I've, I felt like today is the day to preach this message. Now, this won't be a popular message. This won't be one of those TikTok ones, you know what I mean? This won't be one of them ones they probably will put repost on Instagram, come on somebody, or Facebook, but it's a message the church needs. I, I have a title to it, and it's actually just a scripture. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Psalm 11, verse 3 says, If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Isaiah 28, 16 says, Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone. A sure foundation. Whoever believes will not act hastily. Job 38 4 says, Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. I'm here to tell you, your house has a foundation. If you go, now you would think no one would be dumb enough. To destroy the foundation of a house and try to live in that house. But I'm here to tell you, we live in a world and we live in a country where the foundation is being destroyed. When I was a young boy, I remember going to school and even teachers would talk about God. I remember going through different grades in school that was a public school, and they would talk about God. I even remember teachers praying for me from time to time. Now, 
before I was in school, they removed prayer from school. We live in a country where it's no longer if the foundations are destroyed. It's they are being destroyed. We live in a world where the foundations are being destroyed. I'm here to tell you the architect of this world is God. He created the foundations. And I'm here to tell you, it would be really dumb to destroy the foundations. You know, this nation produced more missionaries than any other nation. This nation used to send people all around the world for Jesus, sharing and spreading the good news of God. This nation is no longer a godly nation. It's more of an anti-God nation. Or I should say anti-Christ. Because you can believe in any other God, but don't believe in Jesus. If you're a Christian, you're looked at funny. You're looked at strange. You're looked at weird. So what do you do when the foundations are being destroyed? What can the righteous do? Well, let me just say this. We are not righteous because of what, who we are. Let me say it again. We aren't righteous because we do everything right. Come on, somebody. We're righteous because we put our faith and hope in the only righteous one who is Jesus Christ. So what makes us righteous is our hope and faith is in the only righteous one, the one who knew no sin, who became sin, who hung on a cross, who died for us, who shed his blood for us. Our faith and hope is in him. I can tell you a bunch of reasons why the foundations are being destroyed. I, uh, quick story, I had to redo my whole driver's license because I, mine expired during the pandemic and they said I wasn't quick enough during the pandemic to go to the thing and get it done. So I had to take the written test, which I passed. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then it was a little embarrassing moment this week. I was with a bunch of 18-year-old kids, it seemed like. They were lined up to take the driver test, and there was me. Come on, somebody. Their mom and waving at them, taking pictures when they get done. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I just want to get this done. Come on, somebody. I get a lady, I start driving, and I, I, I do almost perfect. But when I'm pulling back into the DMV, I forgot to hit my turn signal to go into the parking spot. I've never done that a day in my life. I didn't know you had to do that. <laughs> but I got my driver's license. So But what disturbed me in the process? They asked me this question. Put it up. Gender designation. An individual may select a gender category, male, female, or non-binary on their application. The sex field on the DLIDSP will be marked as followed. Male, M. Female, F. Non-binary, X. Our foundations are being destroyed. Are, they are. Genesis 1.27 says this. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male, 
and female, he created them. Let me just make sure I don't miss anything. Male and female and non-binary, he created, it doesn't say that. It is male and female. See, when I was young, when I first got my license, there was only two options. Come on, somebody. But by the time our kids will get their license, who knows how many options. I'm here to tell you the foundation is being destroyed. And we wonder why all this craziness is happening. Because we go off our feelings. Come on, somebody. I feel like this today. See, Christians go off their feelings too. I feel like this. I don't care how you feel. See, it's tired. We, we, we're, we're so messed up. We go off of how we feel instead of what he says. So we need to be about what he says, not about how we feel. We have enough feelers out there. Come on, somebody. But we don't have enough people that say, this is what he says, and that's it, and that's good enough, and that's all I need to hear. But we got enough people out there. I feel this way. Come on, somebody. I don't care how you feel. That's not the word of God. Now, we'll love you. Come on, somebody. We'll love everybody. But we'll also preach the truth. Now, you're not going to get this preaching much in California, but it's needed here in California. We need it here. Because they can. you can be whatever you want. If you want to be a dog, you can be a dog. You want to be a tree, you can be a tree. That's absolutely ridiculous. That is not the foundations are being destroyed. What can the righteous do? I've seen parents murder their children. I've seen children murder their parents. I've seen people just all of a sudden, anybody can just take anything from anybody. And there's no consequences to these things as much anymore as there was. The foundations are being destroyed. What can the righteous do? What can the righteous do? I don't know about you, but I'm so glad I'm saved. I'm so glad that Jesus pulled me from that miry clay and set my feet upon the rock of salvation. I'm here to tell you, X is not a gender. Amen or ouch? Come on, somebody. Either we believe this or not. God created male and female. Oh, Pastor Brian, if, if you don't preach the truth, people don't know the truth. If you don't preach it, we live in a world where people don't know the truth because the church hasn't preached the truth in so long that we're just tickling people's ears all day. You come in here and we'll have a Christmas party. Come on, somebody. We'll love you. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do gifts and we'll do uh, s'mores. Come on, somebody. Hot cocoa. Look, I'm all about the hot cocoa and the s'mores. Come on, somebody. I didn't get this girlish figure by not liking hot cocoa and s'mores. But I'm here to tell you that we need to get past being a church that's just all about hot cocoa and s'mores and preach the truth of God's word it's not about whether people like it or they don't like it. It's about it is the truth of God's word. And the truth will set you free. 
I need someone to preach to me a long time ago. You can't live this way. You can't have sex with any, any woman you want. You can't do this. You can't be on drugs. This doesn't please God. You need someone to say, this is sin. You, you can change. You can repent. But it's still sin. If no one preaches it, how do you know it's not? We need someone to preach the truth. That's why we see so many people delivered in this church. Because the truth is being preached. Man, I'm tired of churches not preaching the truth. That's how we've got here. The church, now, what can the righteous do? Lean over your neighbor and say, what can the righteous do? Lean over your neighbor and say, what can the righteous do? Well, verse 1, which we don't have to go to, says, you know, of course, we could run. Come on, somebody. We could hide in a cave. We could run to the mountain. We could just pretend like none of this is happening. We could just run. But I don't know about you, but I'm not a good runner. Come on, somebody. I'm a fighter. I like to fight the good fight of faith. I like to stand up for righteousness. I like to be bold with the gospel. I'm not running no more. I'm putting my left foot down and my right foot down, and I'm standing on the truth of God's word and saying sin is sin. The truth is the truth. We got to fight the good fight of faith. We got too many Christians that just took off running, put their head in the sand. They pretended like nothing was going on. We have to stand up for righteousness. We have to be holy as he is holy. I don't want our kids growing up in a world where they can be X, W, and Z. This ain't alphabet soup. I think alphabet soup's delicious, but the point is it ain't alphabet soup. There's so many letters you can be now. I'm here to tell you, it's not about all the letters. It's about the one who created heaven and earth, who created you. His name is Jesus. Our identity should be in Christ. But we've lost the foundations have been being destroyed. I've watched it. The foundations are being destroyed. The church has run from conflict. We don't want to upset people. Because people might not come and hang out at our small group events or hang out at our cocoa gatherings. Come on. We got to wake up. Your children could end up in hell. Your family could end up in hell. There needs at least to be one church that rises up and says enough's enough. I'm standing up for what God says. Come on. What can the righteous do? 2 Peter 1.10. Now, I told you this isn't going to be a popular message. But that's all right. I'm not here to please you. I'm here to please God. 2 Peter 1.10. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call an election sure. For if you do these things, 
you will never stumble. Are you sure? You're sure. Let me just rephrase it. Are you sure you're saved? Are you sure you're sure? Do you know if you die today, you would go to heaven? Are you sure of your salvation? Because I've met a lot of people that say they're Christians, but they have no fruit of salvation. I've met a lot of people that claim to be Christians, but they haven't done anything for God ever. Come on, somebody. They have not put, they say a lot of things, but the fruit does not bear See, the fruit needs to be the fruit of salvation. If you're saved, you should have some fruit. Come on, somebody. Unless you do it right before you die, there should be some fruit. There needs to be some fruit of salvation. Amen? There needs to be fruit. Are you sure you're sure? Because this is my new, the, the Holy Spirit's been downloading this to me, that we need to make sure people are sure. Because a lot of people made decisions but no conversions. Been a lot of decisions, but no conversions. See, if Jesus enters your life, if he enters the doorway of your heart, things should radically change. Radically? Yes, radically. I mean, everything should begin to change. And, and, and something should happen. These things should start to fall off of you. The desire for the things of God should increase. And the things of this world should decrease. If you're following Jesus and he lives and breathes inside you, the things of this world should decrease. And the things of God should increase. There needs to be a conversion. See, we have a lot of people making decisions for Jesus. They say they're Christian. They pick Jesus out of the, you know, the God lineup. Come on, somebody. I don't want Buddha. Mm. I don't want Muhammad. I, I don't want Confucius. I'll take Jesus and let's see what that's like. That isn't being saved being saved is saying I need Jesus in my life I'm a sinner I'm on my way to hell I need someone to change everything and I know Jesus you're the only one see picking picking God isn't picking your value meal at McDonald's I'll take the Big Mac today uh, but I'm not in the mood for the Big Mac. I'll take the double quarter pounder today. I must be hungry because I am saying a lot about food right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it, Jesus ain't a menu item. He ain't a menu item for you and your family. He's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He's God of heaven and earth. He ain't a decision. Are you sure? You are sure. Now, what else we need to do? What can the righteous do? Ephesians 6 says we can put on the forearmor of God. The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of the readiness, gospel of peace, shield of faith, sword of the spirit. We can put these things on. Most Christians never put on the full armor of God. And the ones that do put it on to go to bed. Come on, somebody. I'm going to put the full armor of God on to go to bed. Or they'll put the full armor of God on to go to church. 
the full armor of God is meant for the battlefield. And a lot of you have never even seen the battlefield. And it's meant to go into war, into battle. Not to go to sleep with. Come on, somebody. Not to come to church with. Now, I ain't against you putting it on then. And I ain't against you putting it on going to church. But the thing I'm saying, armor is meant for war. Armor is meant for war. You need to get up off your couch. Come on, somebody. Stop eating the Cheetos. Turn off the TV. And get in the battlefield for souls. Because lives are in the balance. You need to get up off the couch. And start fighting the good fight of faith. Be a witness at your work. At your neighborhood. At your community. In your job. Be, get in the battlefield. Come on somebody. We got too many Christians. Not even putting the armor on. But when they do put it on. I'm going to put it on so I can go to bed. Come on, wake up. I'm going to put it on for the prayer meeting. Come on. We're going to Tijuana this Saturday. You should go. Pastor Armando is leading a team to Tijuana. You should go and be part of it. Come on, somebody. We go to, we go to downtown Skid Row all the time. You should be a part of it. Hey, you should be on the battlefield at your work. Be about it. Now, I'm here to tell you, this is some things the righteous can do. Psalm 46, verse 2 says this. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. I'm here to tell you, maybe the foundations are being destroyed in your life. Maybe they're being ripped apart with the circumstances you're facing. I want you to understand something today. Psalm 4610. This is my answer to everybody. What can the righteous do? First, be sure that you're sure you're saved. Put on the full armor of God and go into battle. And the next thing, be still. <laughs> be still. Don't be anxious. Don't worry. Don't be fearful. Don't start crying. Don't walk in depression. Be still. Doesn't mean you stop being, doesn't mean you stop shouting. Keep shouting. But be still. Don't be anxious. Don't be fearful. Don't worry. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't be fearful about today. Don't be anxious about next year. Be still. See, uh, don't, don't, don't get all frantic. See, the enemy is, he is counting on you to walk in anxiety. He is counting on you to be fearful. He is banking that you will be depressed. He is uh, putting his money on that you will walk around not believing God to be God. Be still. Be still. I'm not anxious about today. I'm not worried about tomorrow. I'm not fearful about 2022. There could be new variants, new this, new that. I'm going to be still. And no. And no. And no. I got to tell you, your problems ain't God. 
what's happening in the world around us ain't God. All the different things that are going on in society is not God. I'm here to tell you there is one God, and his name is Jesus Christ. He is the lily of the valley. He is the bright and morning star. He is the rose of Sharon. He is El Shaddai, our all-sufficient one. I need to tell you, be still and know that I am God. Whew. What do you do when the foundations are being destroyed in your life, in the world? I'm going to be sure of my salvation. Because when, when this earth passes away, I'm heading to heaven. Come on, somebody. When, the, when Jesus comes to rapture his church, I'm going up on the first load. Come on, somebody. I'm sure that I'm sure. But in the meantime, I'm going to fight the good fight of faith for souls. I'm going to be about my father's business. And then I'm going to be still. I ain't going to worry. You can take your worry right out the door. You can take your anxiety right out the door. You can take your depression right out the door. I'm going to be still. I realize my problem ain't my God. I realize my circumstance is not my God. I realize the thing I'm going through is not my God. The mountain may be removed into the sea. The earth may be removed, but all that ain't my God. The earth ain't my God. The mountain ain't my God. The sea's roaring ain't my God. What the agenda of this person and that person say, that ain't my God. My God is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Prince of Peace, the Day Spring the bread of life he is my all in all come on the enemy wants you running around like a chicken with your head cut off I'm worried oh my I'm not worried Mm. I'm going to stand up and fight and do my part but I ain't worried God's in control my God will fight my battles. I got a God that can save. I got a God that can heal. I got a God that can deliver. I ain't worried about tomorrow. Tomorrow's got enough problems. Tomorrow ain't my God. 2022 ain't my God. I'm here to tell you my work ain't my God. I'm here to tell you this ain't my God or that ain't my God. My God is the creator of heaven and earth. My God. What do I do when uh, all this craziness is happening in California? Hmm. I got something. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still. Tap your neighbor and say, be still. Tap your other neighbor and say, be still. Tap the neighbor that looks worried. Say, look, don't be worried. Be still. Tell your neighbor, say, tranquilo. Tranquilo, come on. Tranquilo, shalom. Come on. I will be exalted among the nations. There will come a day when all this craziness will be gone. And I'm here to tell you, 
either you're going to believe in Jesus now or you're going to believe in him later because there will come a day where he will be exalted in front of everybody. There will be a day where he will be high and lifted up. There will come a time where every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is the Lord. There will come a day where the nations of the earth will look at him and say he is who he said he was. He was who he said he is. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. See, I'm here to tell you, there will come a day there will come a time where the whole earth will say he is God. Hallelujah. 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 Phew. I'm here to tell you, be still. I know there's problems around Christmas time. I know there's a bunch of things going on. But I'm here to tell you, He's still God. He's still God. With the foundations being destroyed, he's still God. And the righteous need to rise up. Fight the good fight of faith. I'm not letting our children go to hell. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why we do everything we do. That's why Pastor Joey's going into high schools and preaching the gospel. Come here. Pastor Joey preached there was only one way to heaven through Jesus. He went into high school and preached that. And he said, look, this is a sin. That's a sin. And he started saying, but you can change and you can repent. And he said, how many people got saved last week? Six people got saved in the high school last week. Six people, six young kids, their destiny was changed forever. Why do you think we do what we do? We don't preach this to condemn people. We preach it because we love you. See, I preach this because I love you. I love you enough. If my wife was walking off a cliff and I said nothing, what kind of person would I be? If you were walking off a cliff and I didn't say anything, what kind of person would I be? If we don't tell people, this is what the Bible says. I was disturbed at the DMV. X is not a gender. Amen. Maybe I'm the only one that still believes that. That's all right. I still believe it. That's what my Bible says. I'm tired of sugarcoating God's word. This ain't frosted flakes, people. This is the word of God. It shouldn't always make you feel warm and fuzzy. It also should convict your spirit. It should convict your heart. The word is a double-edged sword that pierces bone and marrow. That's what the word says. I'm here to tell you, you need to stand up and start fighting the good fight of faith. You need to rise up and be that man or woman of God he's called you to be. 
I'm proud of this church because our church fights the good fight of faith. Come on, let's give our church a big hand clap. But we got to preach the truth. We got to stand for something. We got to stand for something. We, if you stand for nothing, you will constantly be on the ground. But if you stand for the word of God, when the day of trouble comes, you'll fight the good fight of faith. We got to, we got to believe this Bible again. We got to believe it. So many Christians don't even know the Bible anymore. What's going on? We don't even, most, some Christians, professed Christians don't even own a Bible. If you can't afford one, I'll buy you a Bible. I'm for real. You need a Bible and you can't afford it, come see me. I will buy you a Bible. Heck, I'll get it, your name engraved in it. You need a Bible. You need a Bible. You need to know what you believe so that when people start asking you questions, you know how to answer the questions. We got people that can't even recite John 3.16 anymore. We got people that don't even memorize verses anymore. I'm here to tell you, you need to memorize the word. We used to do that in called Sunday school. But we don't even have much Sunday school anymore. I'm grateful we still have a Sunday school. Come on, somebody. Come on, give them a hand. You gotta, you gotta learn the word. That's why these small groups are important. They're saying, you know, we're not having the cocoa group. Come on, somebody. Nothing wrong if cocoa's there, but we want the word in the group. We want the word. I want, that's why you need to go to Valor Christian College here at our, our school, because you need the word. I'm telling you, we live, there are Christians that are illiterate in the word of God. They don't know John 3.16 from First Hallucinations 12.22. We got so many people believing the wrong things because they don't know the word. If I went to your house, would your Bible be open somewhere? Or would you even find it? If I went to your house, would I even find a Bible? Or is your Bible hidden under the bed waiting for that precious day? Come on, somebody. Where is your Bible? I am challenging everybody, start of the new year, bring your Bible to church. And, and, and I know, I'm for real, this is, yeah, I'll make you hold it up. You may say, I use my phone. Okay, I get your phone. But I'm talking about a Bible. I know this may be a little old school for some of you. I'm talking about a Bible that has pages. Let me talk to the younger people. It's got pages. Woo! Come on, somebody. I want you to bring that Bible to church. And then, you know, if, if you're really reading your Bible, my wife loves to mark her Bible. She, take, she takes a, a, a yellow marker and just starts marking all the scripture. What I love about my wife's Bible is she marks so much, just the whole Bible is yellow marker now. Come on, somebody. 
Why am I teaching you this? Why am I telling you this? Because there will come a day. There will come a day when that eastern sky will crack open and Jesus will come back. And I want you to be ready. I still believe that true. That's what the Bible says. There will come a day when the trumpet will sound, that sky will crack open, and Jesus will return. We got everybody prepared for everything else but that. You're not preparing for eternity. You're pre preparing for tomorrow. Nothing wrong with preparing for tomorrow, but you better be preparing for eternity. We're getting ready. I was talking to my friend Tony Suarez, and we were talking about doing a Los Angeles outpouring. And we were talking about really getting a lot of people saved here in L.A. We're talking about setting up a huge tent. We're talking about Pastor Rod Parsley coming, Tony Suarez. I'd preach. We would just, our worship team would be a part of it. We're talking about reaching L.A. for Jesus in a whole new way. Isn't that awesome? Stand to your feet. We've got to fight the good fight of faith. You know why I believe we see so many miracles here at this church and every, everywhere we go? It's because we're a Bible-believing church. We're a Bible-believing church. Man, I could preach on this all day. A lot of Christians don't even believe in miracles anymore. What are we doing? I want to challenge you today. I don't want to preach some wimpy message that just tells you, you know, seven keys to this or that. I want to see your life changed. I want to see God become king of your life. I want to see Jesus become Lord of your home. I want our kids to know that X is not a gender. You won't hear that preached anywhere in California. I guarantee it. We might have even been shut off of YouTube already or Facebook, but I don't care. It's the truth. It's the truth. And we need the truth of God's word. It's not old school. It's not old-fashioned. It's the truth. It's time-tested. If the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? In the gospel, there was a man that built his house on the sand. And when the winds and waves came, the house was blown over. But there was a wise man that built his house upon the rock. And when the winds and waves came, his house stood. I'm here to tell you that there's still 
a cornerstone. Even though the foundation may be in rubble, they can't destroy the cornerstone. There is a cornerstone. The chief cornerstone. His name is Jesus. In my house, in my family, are building on that precious cornerstone. That when the winds come and the waves come, our house is built upon the rock. I'm here to challenge you today. Don't build your house on the sand. Don't build it on the beach. I know the view can look good. I know maybe everybody's doing it. I know it even may be the cool thing to do. But I'm here to tell you, it ain't about being the cool thing. It's about standing the test of time. It's about where you will spend eternity. Build your house upon the rock. My rock is Jesus. My rock is Jesus. I'm not building on the trends of this society. I'm not building on the fads of this world. I'm not building on the culture of California. I'm not building on the legislation of America. I'm building on the rock that is the chief cornerstone. That is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And when you build your house on the rock, the winds may come. The waves may come, but I'm here to tell you something happens. Be still and know that I am the Lord. If you don't build on the rock, all other ground is sinking sand. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you needed to make a conversion today, make Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life. Repent and turn to Jesus. If you need to rededicate your life to Jesus, today is the day of salvation. When I count to three, if you need to rededicate your life, surrender your life to Jesus for the first time and be sure that you are sure lift your hand high one I just declare the Holy Spirit is convicting hearts today two I declare the enemy is defeated in your life right now if you need to surrender to Jesus right now, lift your hand. Three, three. Lift it up. I see those hands. Lift them up. I see them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Repeat after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I repent. I turn towards you. I give you my life. I give you everything. I realize I'm nothing without you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. 
Come on, give everyone that raised their hand a big hand clap. Every hand lifted. Worship team, come back. I want to bless you and your family right now. We need more of this kind of preaching, and I'm grateful we have pastors here that preach like this. The truth. Every hand lifted, every hand lifted. for deliverance right now. Those that need delivered from a lifestyle of sin that God will set you free right now. Sexual perversion, God will set you free right now. Understanding what gender God will set you free right now. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. He's a way maker, He's a miracle worker, He's a promise keeper. I declare freedom in the house today. When the truth, the when you preach the truth of God's word, freedom always accompanies it. Freedom follows it. I declare freedom today. Every hand lifted. Freedom, 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 freedom. Boldness. May you be bold as a lion for Jesus. May you not shrink back. May you not wander to, to the right or to the left. But may you be bold. Bold. I pray for parents right now that have children that are confused in their sexuality and their identity. I declare freedom right now in the name of Jesus. I declare freedom right now in the name of Jesus. What can the righteous do? We will fight the good fight of faith. We will pray. We will fast. We will worship. We will praise. We will give glory and honor to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, give Jesus a shout of praise. Come on, give him a shout of praise. Give him a shout of praise if you're saved and free today. Man, I'm glad Jesus set me free. I'm glad the chains aren't holding me back anymore. I'm glad the shackles are off my feet. I'm glad he made a way where there seemed to be no way. I'm glad that he made a way in the wilderness. I'm glad there still is a remnant of fire baptized Holy Ghost remnant of God. There's a remnant in California. 
I'm glad there's a remnant that will speak the truth. I'm glad there's a remnant that will stand up for righteousness. I'm glad there's a remnant that will say, I want what Jesus wants. I'm glad there's a remnant that don't go by their feelings, but says whatever he says is true. Hallelujah. Come on, remnant. Come on, remnant. Come on, remnant. Come on, give him praise right now because he's worthy. You want to know why we're doing everything we're doing? All the stuff in Honduras, all the stuff here in LA. I'll give you a secret. We're radical. I'll give you the I'll give you the secret. We believe this is true. So we do everything we do because we believe it. And we live it. I love our pastors. I got to know a lot of our pastors here on a personal level. They are the same way in the pulpit as they are at home. They believe the same way they believe up here, they believe at home. I know that for Pastor Nally, for one hundo. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. We're seeing everything we're seeing because we believe it. And we're not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It changed my life. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, what about society's pressure? Whatever. I could care less about that. Society didn't save my life. Society condemned me. Society told me I would be worthless. But Jesus entered the doorway of my heart and changed everything. Society will condemn you, will kill you. But Jesus comes to give life. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus comes to give life and life abundantly. Come on. Come on, Zion. Come on, remnant. I pray you're no longer scared to be a witness at your work. I pray you're so bold that they just have to give you a raise because they don't know what to do with you. They think the raise will shut you up, but it just makes you speak even more. Then they give you more of a raise. Hallelujah. I'm believing that. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I was gonna call this X marks the spot, but I didn't. But I was gonna say, anytime I see X on a driver's license, I realize right there is the time I'm gonna pray for them and tell everyone there that the truth of God's word. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. 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 Freedom's in the house. Freedom's in the house. Freedom's in the house. God's setting people free of pornography right now. God's setting people free. God's setting people free of drugs and alcoholism right now. God's setting people free of adulterous behavior right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
churches like this with an anointing a burden bearing yoke destroying anointing come on somebody every hand lifted I pray that God raises you up to be bold as a lion bold as a lion like Pastor Joey just walking right into the high school and preaching the truth of God's word and souls being saved put on the full armor of God church not for bedtime and not for church time alone but to go into the battlefield of life come on hallelujah I declare freedom right now in the house freedom 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 come here pastor Rob prayer for everybody Father, we just thank you. We thank you that you are a freedom-giving God, that by the sound of your name, God, that every demon begins to shake. But when we stand and we we be still and know that you are God, those demons just don't tremble. They begin to run. And so today, God, we walk in the freedom of your victory, God. We are standing today that everybody that lifted their, their hand and confessed you Lord of their life, they are saved. Eternity is now known to their hearts, God, and we thank you. Come on, Remnant, begin to give God some thanks in this place. We bless everyone in this place right now, God. Come on. Come on, remnant of God, if you're grateful that freedom is still here, that freedom is found in Jesus, give him a mighty shout. Right now, before we leave, before we kind of move out of this place, there's there's something about freedom in this place. And so we want to open up these altars right now. Pastor preached a powerful message. But there's something about grabbing hold of that, grabbing hold of it and making it yours. Freedom has been preached. Freedom is found in the name of Christ, but you've got to reach for it, grab it and pull it close. So with every hand lifted in this place, we have pastors here this morning that will stand with you, pray with you, release over you a fresh anointing and a fresh touch from God that'll change your life. So right now, God, we ask that your Holy Spirit begin to move upon the hearts of people, those that are are fearful and afraid and, and don't think they need to come to this altar. God, I pray that the power of the Holy Ghost would come on them and they would run to this altar. They would run to this altar crying out for, for God and calling upon the name that can save them and break chains of addictions and turn the curse around and break that curse. So right now, if you need a fresh touch from God, a fresh anointing over your life, make your way, run down to this altar right now and we will meet you here and we will pray with you and pray over you. God bless you, we love you. The worship team will be here, we will continue to worship. But the altars are open right now. If you need that chain-breaking power, that yoke-breaking power, make your way, run to this altar right now.
every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Sing 